Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Unapologetic. I, my name is Jaina, and I am here with President Shania. Hi. <laughs> and today we have an amazing guest on our podcast, and her name is Lexi Bridget. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to have be on here with you guys. I'm like really, really excited. <laughs> this is awesome. We are so excited to kind of wrap up our year with another amazing speaker. Um, so I'd love to give Lexi just an opportunity for you to introduce yourself just so that our followers and our listeners know a little bit more about who you are. So my name is Lexi. I'm 19, born and raised in sunny San Diego, California. Um, I just recently opened my own jewelry website and I started blogging on Instagram, which is really fun. I mean, any girl's dream is to get, like, free clothes, so <laughs> that's been really fun, um, but yeah, ever since I was little, I've always liked fashion, beauty, and all that fun stuff, so I'm excited for, like, the, the little, like, path I'm on right now. It's It's been pretty neat. Yeah, that's so cool. That's, awesome. that's so cool. I <laughs> wish I could do that. <laughs> I'm like, it's fun. I'm like, I wish. It's it super, so cool. super fun. It's like... It's something that you see so many people doing, and you're like, I could never do that. But it's like, yeah. it's genuinely something anyone can do. And then when you go and you become a part of the community, everyone is surprisingly super nice and supportive. It's insane. Oh, my God. Yeah, we have a bunch of questions around that. Because I'm like, I feel like everyone's an influencer nowadays. But it's like, if you're doing it right, then you're doing it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That was my thing. I'm like, am I even going to be able to, like, be found? Because so many yeah. people are doing it. Yeah. But I made it. I'm like, yay. <laughs> Man, and some, of your, made it. some of your partnerships are absolutely amazing. Like, I just found out about Majori, and I have um, – like a, an allergy to costume jewelry so I just found out Majori was a thing and I was looking at your profile I was like oh my god this is so cool like you have a like that's so cool yeah I have like super sensitive skin so like yeah. I'm very like difficult with certain things I can wear yeah and they actually reached out to me and I was freaking out I remember I was in my morning class and I got the email <laughs> I was freaking out I was oh like God. how did they find me like I'm just starting out it was that the is best so feeling cool. oh my god that is so cool oh my god okay so why don't we get into questions yeah I'm already excited yeah so we um, have a bunch of questions from our Instagram followers and some that we have also come up with ourselves so that's kind of where we're basing our questions off today so Shania is oh, about the first question so we'll just get started on how did you get started? So what kind of motivated you to start a blog, start your own business? Like what just was the moment that was like, yes, I want to get started? So about almost four years ago now, I was in high school. Um, I actually did independent studies and I was around 16 or 17 at the time. And that doesn't add up, but yeah, I was like 16, I think. Um, and I was just tired of asking my dad for money. So I started selling my own clothes on an app called Depop. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar yeah. with it. Yeah. So I started selling my own clothes and then I started getting like a following on there and I started thrifting and like reselling what I thrifted and stuff like that. And then that kind of sparked like to make jewelry. So when I was younger, I actually made jewelry like when I was in middle school Ooh. and then I saw that like the pearl trend was starting to come like yeah. into fashion again yeah. and I fell in love with it and I'm like I could totally do this so I went to like the 
crafty stores in San Diego <laughs> and I got some material and I started making earrings and I was selling them on Depop and then it just kind of they were selling a lot you know and they were going to different parts of the world and I'm like this is so cool like people oh, are wearing yeah. something I'm making so I decided to just like do it and create a website I was like no hesitations no we're holding back I'm just gonna do it because obviously Depop takes commission and all that stuff mm -hmm. So I created my website. It's called Shop Sunstruck, um, and I'm in love with it. Like that is definitely I I love it way more than Depop. I feel like it's a lot easier, but it's a little more challenging at the same time. It's just Ooh. I'm so passionate about it, and so I created an Instagram for that, and I only had like a few followers, and I had a decent amount on my personal Instagram, and I'm like, okay, well since I have more here. And I started getting like collaboration inquiries and I was starting to send PR mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. I started basically seeing how the blogger world worked. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, I could do this on my own Instagram. So I did that and I started having my boyfriend take outfit pictures <laughs> as much as he hated it. I'm like, I need you to do this. Like I need a new platform to advertise. Yeah. So I was advertising on my own Instagram, and then the whole blogging thing just kind of like fell into place. That's amazing. That's insane. My God, that's so crazy how like one small idea grows into such a big thing. Yeah. I know, and I was really hesitant because obviously on an app you have like a following, so they're obviously gonna see you. Yeah. But then like a website, nobody's gonna see a website. So yeah. I'm like scary. I was hesitant, but I'm like, yeah. it's been fun. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I'm just curious, like, what were some of the things that you learned? Like, because making your own website and stuff all from scratch, like, what were some of the things that you learned in that process of like, okay, I don't know anything, but how can I learn like really quickly about this stuff? Because it seems like you're really knowledgeable now about, you know, some of the nitty gritty things about these websites and stuff like that. So I had no idea how to build a website. I'm not even going to lie. I had no idea. I literally went through Wix and mm -hmm. I built my website with them. Ooh. I'm like, that's going to be easy. Mm -hmm. um, so I started creating it. I think it's just like you start playing around with all of these different tools that they have accessible to you. Mm -hmm. But it's also like just marketing. That's yeah. all it is. It's like you have to market. You have to advertise and like get your name out there. So I started... Um, reaching out to people on Instagram through my shop sunstruck account I started just like kind of spreading the word to my friends and family and then they started like sharing it my mom started sharing it at work Proud mom, <laughs> yes. like, okay. um, but it's, it was it was definitely difficult um, navigating a website yeah. over an app because you don't mm -hmm. have that like stability of like they are gonna put everything up for you mm -hmm. but I created my website finally from scratch, and I'm literally obsessed with it. That's oh, amazing. that's so exciting. That's oh my amazing. God. That's so cool. Yeah, we had to create a website this year. <laughs> yeah. Just, it's a lot of work, okay? Yeah. Like, I, I think we did it through Wix, and it is yeah. a lot of work. Like, you don't realize how much goes into it. And, like, and it's really complicated. It. Yeah, yeah, you never would think that. You're like, okay, just click here, here, and here, you're fine. But then you're like, okay, it's actually a lot of work. <laughs> I think it's also like you have this like vision in your head and you mm -hmm. want it to like come to life. Yeah. Especially with me, like I wanted to make sure my website was something that I fell in love with. Because yeah. 
when I was doing Depop, I would obviously, like, take photos of the clothes I was selling, and I had, a, like, a background and all that stuff, but I always, like, got tired of it. Yeah. And so far, I haven't got tired of the website, so oh, I'm doing so something right. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. So kind of a question for you with that. You said that you were, like, reaching out to people with your web, with your own, I think you said your Instagram for your, like, your jewelry. How did you do that? And how did you go about, like, actually making those connections with people? Because I think that's a huge thing. People don't know how to do it. Yeah. So I had to basically look for, like, these bloggers. And obviously, having under 300 followers at the time, Mm -hmm. I definitely had to focus more on micro-influencers. Yeah. So I'm not sure if the audience knows, but they're just, like, like, bloggers with a smaller following than, like, 100,000 and, like, Mm -hmm. above, right? So I wanted to make sure that I was looking at people that were obviously smaller so they wouldn't like charge me or anything because starting a business, it gets expensive and I'm obviously not in the position to be doing paid collaborations. Mm -hmm. I mean, as luxurious as that sounds and like as much as it would boost, it's like the reality of starting a small business is that like it's not really like possible in the beginning. And then um, I also was looking for people that I felt would really create like the aesthetic that I was trying to go for. Mm -hmm. And I started going through Instagram and like going through everybody's followers. And then I found like a handful of people. And actually one of the first people I sent product to is now like one of my Instagram BFFs. So oh. <laughs> it was it, was, it worked so out. Cool. But um, yeah, so I just basically looked for people that I thought were really gonna like give me the image that I want Sunstruck to be. Yeah, that's so mm. cool. Wow, that's incredible. Good for you. Oh my god, nineteen, killing it already. Thank oh, you, girl. killing it. So I guess a question also, kind of to build off of that, that we had from Instagram, was. How do you get collaborations from other brands? So how did they come to you? How did you build those brand collabs? So I'm partnered with um, a couple of different brands, anywhere from like jewelry to skincare and um, fashion. Um, it's I think it's a mix of reaching out, but also them reaching out to you. So like them finding you, but then it's also a mix of me reaching out to certain brands that I would like to partner up with. Um, for instance, like Missouri, we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. they reached out to me and I was like going crazy. Cause I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Um, and then I'm working with naked, which is like That's amazing. Insane. They're the nicest people in the world. Like they're honestly one of my favorites. Um, and I actually reached out to them and oh, like, it was insane. I'm like, they are not going to respond, but I don't remember, oh, it was another girl I met through Instagram, she actually came down to San Diego, I think she was from LA, and we were talking, and she was like, girl, like, if they say no, like, so what? Like, they said no, like, you're not dead, so I'm like, true, like, I'm gonna just do it, if they say no, they say no, and if they say yes, well, like, they said yes, and they replied right away, and they sent me basically a whole new closet of clothes, and I've been working with them ever since, but it's genuinely just like putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. don't be scared to be like oh they're too big for me because you never know if like they're gonna enjoy the content that you put out and it's also just like don't be afraid of them saying no like you can Mm -hmm. always just go back again and maybe you have a bigger following you have a new type of like aesthetic on your feed and they like it now so it's just 
it's just a matter of putting yourself out there and then Mm -hmm. brands that find you it's I don't know how that works but just have a decent feed I guess yeah that's so cool wow yeah I know I always see like people who are like getting collaborations and partners on Instagram I always wonder how that happens because I'm like these companies are so big and like even micro influencers are like partnering with them but it's so cool to see that because I feel like that's so cool like how like when I started I was like there's no way I'm gonna get collaborations like Mm -hmm. super like close to the beginning of everything going down because I transitioned my Instagram from like personal fun aesthetic like with Mm -hmm. my friends to something like professional like just a couple months ago so it didn't start years ago it was just a couple months ago and like right off the bat I started getting like collaboration emails and like stuff like that and there is a couple of emails that you will get for those who do want to get into the field just to Mm -hmm. be like weary about it because Mm -hmm. obviously when you have like no guidance and something is so new people just kind of are like naive to like every email because they're getting excited about like all of these collaborations Mm -hmm. it's definitely something to look out for when they want you to like pay and they're only giving you like a coupon code or something like that there's a lot of also like scam so it's like you have to navigate what seems like real and what is like fake yeah Yeah. that was actually one of the questions that we have is how do you know a brand deal is like legit like or if it's just like that's a good point like having to pay for like a small amount of stuff like are there any more like factors that people could look at if if people are looking to get into this world yeah definitely so just not too long ago I like met these group of girls and one is from Canada and one is from Texas and we talk every single day so before them I had like no guidance Mm -hmm. so there were certain things where I would even be a little like like freaked out because I'm like okay should I do it because it's like exciting it's like I got an email like getting an email to collaborate is like super (laughs) exciting you just want to jump the gun yeah but I think it's also like so many things are gonna start coming that you don't need to take every single collaboration and also you want to stay true to yourself and what you actually think you're gonna enjoy also to not be fake on Instagram like let's say you don't like something and you're just posting it because you got it for free I feel like that's how it is in the beginning because like everyone's so excited but then eventually you're like okay like I need to start cracking down on like what is really like something I would wear or something I would use so I I met this like these two girls Austin and Ivana I know they're (laughs) gonna hear it so hi (laughs) (laughs) I met them and with them it's like we all have each other's knowledge so like I don't feel uncomfortable going to the group chat and asking them like hey what do you think about this like email So it's definitely just reading the email. Sometimes, like, if they say right away that they're going to give you this, like, coupon code for, like, 60% off, it's just kind of, like, it's just weary. Like, once you start getting the real emails, like, you're going to see brand logos. They're going to send you, like, links and, like, lookbooks or whatever it is. So you're going to start differentiating the two from what is legit and what is a little like more on the sketchy side yeah, yeah. that's so interesting yeah because I mean, like i okay, can only imagine like, like it's so like 
it can be yeah. hard to like tell the difference, but it's so good that you actually have a support system to be able to do that. I think that's one theme that Shania and I have had in terms of building ourselves up and supporting each other is like having that really tight core of, of people that you know you can be like, just shoot a message and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, because I mean, my parents, my friends, my boyfriend, they're all supportive of what I do. Mm -hmm but they don't understand what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So it's like having these two friends of mine that are doing the same thing and we're all growing together and they know what's going on. It just makes things so much more easy to just ask a question or be like, hey, like, does this look good? Or just certain questions that like, I can't go and ask my, my boyfriend, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I even my Instagram, like, I'm not saying like, I'm definitely <laughs> nothing close to what you're doing at all. But like, sometimes if you open up that profile, you make it not private anymore, you get the most weird messages been like, we love your profile, come do this with us. And then when you actually inquire about it, they're like, oh, yeah, if you pay us $100, we'll give you 10% off for your followers. And I'm like, yeah. my followers don't care for 10% off. Like, <laughs> yeah, those are the ones where I'm talking about are sketchy. Like, yeah. out of nowhere, they're emails that supposedly now they want you to pay money because they're going to give you real followers and like, <laughs> real engagement. And I'm like, I'm already getting real followers yeah. and real engagement, and yeah. I didn't pay a dime. So. Yeah. Whole pass, but thanks for reaching out. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're so popular nowadays. Like even on my friends' things, I'm seeing like these little messages, and I'm like, are they serious? Like they yeah. actually think that they're gonna get people? But and I guess also, maybe they are getting people. I know, and then there's also these like really weird accounts that just like are completely scam, and they just Ooh. send you a link. Do not click on <laughs> because I've heard that they'll like hack into your account or something oh or gosh. get like information. So whatever it is, if it's an account you don't know, mm -hmm. don't click on the link. <laughs> Big, biggest takeaway, do not click on the link. Do not <laughs> click on, on the link. <laughs> so I guess we have more questions for you. This is just so interesting. No, this is so cool. It's so interesting. Um, one was pretty much, um, what do you use to like take your photos? Like what devices do you use different types of apps? Like what do you actually use to create your content? So I'm very simple. I don't get all crazy. I mean, I have a fancy camera, but it's just so confusing and I don't want to <laughs> lug it around everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I just use my iPhone and I love it. It works yeah. for me. I'm still like a couple iPhones behind. I still have the iPhone 7 Plus, so <laughs> feel, nothing like new, but it works. And yeah. for apps, I just try to keep it simple. I don't like my photos to look crazy edited. Mm -hmm. um, I use like, I don't know if it's ViscoCam or VSCO, whatever, potato, <laughs> potato. Um, I use that basically to edit. I do pay just to like, keep certain like presets right mm -hmm. i think it's like 20 dollars for the year but i mean you use it every single day like i have a post every day almost yeah so it's like you start you make use of your money and then with the jewelry sometimes i want a cute video of like a bracelet or something yeah and like when you pay you're able to edit videos so okay. it's worth it when you like are using it on a daily basis so mm -hmm. i use yeah. that pretty much i don't really use too many apps though i just I like to keep it simple. I don't want to confuse mm. myself. And then I've tried using Lightroom. It's just way too confusing for me. I cannot mm. get it to work. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my go-to. Like, 
VSCO cam, definitely. Love wow. it. For sure. I was expecting like a broad, like a really like extensive plan. You're like, yeah, I use my DSLR camera and then I convert it to this because your pictures are so high quality. I was, what? I always wonder whenever I take a picture on a DSLR and then I post it to Instagram, the quality is automatically shot. I was like, are you kidding? Like, it looks so nice on my like laptop. What happened? It's all about lighting though. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're on the fancy cameras or if you're on your iPhone. Like, I can make my photo look really good as long as I know, like, my lighting is, like, on point. So, oh, wow. it's just, Jeez. like, make sure your lighting is good. And that, I sound like a broken record because everybody says that, like, oh, my God, good lighting. <laughs> but it's, like, it can make or break your photo. Like, there's times... I mean, it's, like, rarely gloomy in San Diego, mm -hmm. but when it is and my photo looks a little too dark, I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to fix this? Yeah. So it's, like, just you make sure you have really good lighting. Key, yeah. key number two, lighting. Yeah. <laughs> yes, lighting. Links and lighting. <laughs> Links That's the top and lighting. for today. <laughs> um, question for you. In terms of you talk about aesthetic, how do you kind of define what your aesthetic is and, like, how do you create that aesthetic that, like, matches what your content is that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> um I think aesthetics it's just so corny kind of to say like oh my god my aesthetic mm -hmm. but um I think everybody's is different there's mm -hmm. people who like to have colorful Instagram feeds um, mine at the moment, I feel like I change with the season. <laughs> I'm very, like, I, I want to match, like, what season we're in. Mm -hmm. So, like, right now it's, like, winter, so I'm trying to steer away from color okay. and just wear more, like, neutral tones and all that stuff. But I think it tends to happen because... Obviously, in the summer, you wear more color. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't wear too much color. I, I guess I'm one of those, like, basic people that just, like, steers away from color a lot. And I'm, like, neutral. Like, no, I live base. in neutral. I live in neutral. It's so easy. <laughs> it is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I do that. But I think it's just, it tends to happen because in the winter, I don't really like wearing color. Like, I think it's weird. Just my opinion. Like, for me personally. <laughs> yeah. I don't like wearing color. I think it's too, like, crazy to the okay. eye. Yeah. But it's also, like, you're going to start seeing on Instagram so many people with, like, these pretty feeds. And it can be colorful, like, pastel feed. Yeah. Or, like, this, like, black and white neutral feed. Um, and I think it depends on what you're, like, you gravitate to the most. And then yeah. you're going to start being like, okay, I like how this looks. And you're going to have a lot of inspiration from different Instagram accounts. And like, mm -hmm. oh, I really like how she's doing her account. Like, I kind of want to start doing it like hers. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just getting inspiration from everybody. And then you start figuring out, like, what you like. Yeah. And it also depends, I think, on what you wear. Because I know if I'm wearing something, like, super neutral, I'm going to go to, a, like, a neutral location to shoot. I'm not going to mm -hmm. go to, like, a pink wall if I'm just wearing, like, a black and white outfit and I know my aesthetic is very, like, fresh and, like, neutral. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so, do you so go, interesting. Do you go on, like, location scouts and, like, you just uh, drive around it's, the city? Like Yes, it's the worst. <laughs> it's so frustrating because there's times where it's so easy and you're like, okay, let's just walk in this alley. I don't recommend <laughs> it if you're by yourself. Don't walk in this let's alley just go by the alley. Yourself. But... 
but there's times where it's like I'm with my friend and I have to go shoot because like with collaborations it's like I have deadlines now and I'm like oh my god this is real like I have deadlines to submit content so I have to make sure I'm giving them what they want but also like giving a major focus and like making the clothes look good so Mm -hmm. I tend to gravitate more towards like neutral backgrounds because I mean I don't want something too distracting in the background that you're not looking at what I'm trying to promote to you if that makes sense yeah no I totally get that that's so interesting oh my god I know I know a bunch of people now who are starting to kind of create that feed I know a bunch of people like that I went to high school with are just like who are starting to kind of get into that space it's so interesting to see like the different aesthetics that they go for like I know one girl goes for like super bright I'm like yeah love that for you like you're living your best life but then I know another girl who's like doing like monochromatic so she just wears like all monochromatic like outfits which is also something that's super cool too it's kind of interesting to see how it like kind of matches yeah it's really fun it's honestly fun to see the mix of how different people like how their minds work so personally for me I'm not knocking people that have like colorful feeds or anything because I follow a few because they're genuinely so fun but for me I think it's so hard to have like a colorful feed because I think Mm -hmm. it takes so much more work yeah but I don't sometimes I'm like well maybe my feed is boring because it's just like neutral yeah maybe people want to see a little bit more color like yeah it's always like you have that little doubt in your mind, like, this is really fun, but then I'm yeah. like, wait, am I being boring? But then you're like, no, I just personally gravitate towards that more. Like, even if you yeah. go on my Pinterest, yeah. like, I have an aesthetics board, and it's, like, white. So, yeah. like, I, I, I clearly like it. Yeah. So, I think we have one more question that we want to ask you before we kind of wrap up. Yeah. I know, how fast, like, the time has gone by so I know. fast. I know, it's it's insane. For only 10 so minutes. Yeah. So we have one more question that we want to ask. So I'll hand it over to Jana so she can yes. take it away. Um, so it kind of uh, comes off of what you're talking about in terms of other people. But I think what um, we really would like to know is what is the com- like, what is your landscape like? Because we talked a little bit about micro influencers. Like what is the how competitive is it and how do you kind of deal to make sure you stay true to yourself in this? I genuinely don't feel any competition like Mm. you get into this world and you think people are gonna be like catty and rude and just kind of like standoffish but they're not everyone is so supportive like I get tons of comments on like every photo even if it's a picture of a coffee like people will comment that they love it like I have not felt uncomfortable or felt like somebody didn't like me in this community at all I genuinely feel like it's just so empowering so I don't feel like I'm in competition with anybody really even though like there might be accounts that are all so similar I think we all bring something so different that we're able to still be our true self so I still stay my true self. I'm being on my stories showing my day-to-day life, although I don't post my day-to-day life because it's not always aesthetic, (laughs) but I want to share that on my stories, and then I I post what I like, what I would want to see, and it's just like you see everybody, like how they are, and you get to know people like through their post, although it's just like somebody in like 
clothing, but it's like yeah. you start to learn what she's into and like all that stuff. But out of competition, I really don't feel anything. And I think it's really, it's nice to have that change that you don't yeah. feel like you're in competition because yeah. I feel like that's how it is in high school, like a lot, Yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's not like that. And it's, it's really like welcoming. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's really so awesome. Cool. I had no idea because I, I always assumed because you were always kind of, I guess, fighting for engagement. People can't see this on the podcast, but I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's really that's really great insight. I think we're mostly in competition with Instagram because their algorithm sucks. <laughs> that's I think the biggest competition. And like they randomly block people. Like I know my friend has been blocked from using her account for like days now. And oh. it's like as a blogger, we can't go with a blocked account. It's weird. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the competition. It's like it's trying Instagram. to get Instagram to get their stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the algorithms I feel like have messed up everybody because like now it used to be like an order of when people post and now it's just like you see the most random posts all the time. Like, yeah, I would prefer time. that because I yeah. don't see half of my followers post and it's yeah. like I'm following them because I like their like their content yeah. and I don't see anything. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah, that's so frustrating. Ugh, Instagram, <laughs> get your stuff together. Seriously, at Instagram. <laughs> at Instagram, key number three, get your algorithm together. <laughs> yeah, literally. Well, well, that's the end of the podcast. You did yes. amazing. Thank this you so, so much fun. for being on it. Thank we you love so, you. so Thank much. Thank you. I'm so happy you guys reached out. It was so fun. I was really nervous, but I'm like, no, it's going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, just open, frank yeah, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's going to end the podcast. So thank you so, so much for your time. And thank you for everybody else who's kind of tuned in and has been listening to our podcast. We really, really appreciate it. And thank you for all the amazing questions. So that's it for episode six. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.